There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Look, man. Where? Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, my. Bowen, look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las Culturistas calling. This is this Matt is. and Bowen's podcast. And we'll be talking facts. facts. <laughs> Matt and Bowen's facts. Everyone out there listening, uh, going to get to some facts. So let's get to some facts. <laughs> I am uncomfortable around human beings. I don't trust human, human beings. beings. So I just butchered Mary M. Cosby's podcasting debut, which was documented on the premiere of The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. But one was of the not, most startling the, episodes. The audio itself is not released. See, and this is the thing is I thought, so I actually, and this is a peek behind the curtain of the entertainment industry. I was able to see the episode a couple weeks ago. A friend Amazing. sent me a link and this happens. Um, I'm blessed to have many friends. You are, in the you are an insider. How does it feel? It feels incredible. I have many secrets about the entertainment industry that I could reveal, but they would get me into trouble with high people. High people. How many NDAs have you signed? No, girl, not enough. Girl. Um, anyway, we, we, what was I saying? We're so tired. You so guys. We're so tired. Okay, readers, publicists, because <laughs> you're still publicists. It's still award season. season. It's still award season. <laughs> We're very tired. We're coming at you. We're happy to be here. Happy. But you just have to level with... Well, we're going to level with you, and you Let get on know. our level. Yeah. We're, 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 we're tired. But that's tired. okay. That's okay. We are, this is the last week of the Fire Island movie. Yes. And just know that it is going to be the great film of our time. <laughs> it's going to be... Um, it's definitely going to lead the Oscars. I, I'm not kidding when I say that Matt Rogers... Don't really go. fucking Don't go turns right now. In. Don't go right now. 
Let me. Go ahead. Let me. Go. And that'll go Matt for you. Matt Rogers delivers <laughs> maybe the most balanced performance in the entire film. You have to stop. You are, you, giving, you are giving pure broad comedy, physical comedy, smart, incisive comedy about the culture. And that is what Jane <laughs> Austen did best. Honey. And you are giving really beautiful emotional performances thank you for saying that i'm doing well in the film i have to return the compliment i mm, truly do i have to say that i have just I'm, I'm gonna go i'm going there um i have yet again been impressed <laughs> by bowen yang's gifts his talents oh my God. and how he goes to i mean there is a scene in the film and we can say it's a romantic comedy it's a rom-com so there is a scene and bowen is one of the leads of the film so there is a scene where he is receiving the, the, he's receiving love and I was standing on a boat oh, this is giving spoiler. away a lot no, but not, I was standing on a boat watching this happen and I was like Sandra Bullock herself Shut the it was from the Sandra up. Bullock school of receiving you remember the scene in, well, this is one of my and favorite proposal. let's talk romantic comedies first are you about to talk about the, the proposal Yes. Yeah. The last scene in the proposal, which is famous for two reasons: one, an iconic continuity, an iconic error. continuity error, clearly, clearly reshoots. One vibes. of the biggest continuity errors of all time. Her the hair, hair. was—it was a different head. <laughs> she had gone through a full head. And did it, did it? Did it? Did it? Did it revert back to the original? Yes, it did. It was yeah. like <laughs> she turns around. She's like, "What? What?" Uh, now the readers have seen it because or the publishers yeah. have seen it because we've said we, we've talked about. She that. turns around and she's like, "What? What?" She's like barking orders, and then Ryan Reynolds is there and she goes, "He's like, hey, I, I came here to see you," and it cuts back to her and she's like, "Andrew," and she Fully has a different, different head, person, different skin tone, different woman, different thing. Clearly, they brought her had to bring her back six months later to do reshoots, but it's also famous for me because Sandra. I don't really know what to say about what she does, but she's doing she's it in this doing scene. It, she's she is receiving the information of I love you and I want to be with you from Ryan Reynolds. And it's so, you are the audience with her right yeah, there. You're receiving yeah, it too. Yeah. And I was watching you and I was like, my God, how the are people are going to cheer for my girl. Me? And this is not spoilers because people know this story of Pardon Prejudice, okay? Yes, yes. Jane wins. I've said it. It is. It is my yes, yes, a thousand times yes moment. It is truly gorge, and I'm so excited for it. And also, I mean, we're just so suffice it to say, we have a busy, well, let's just say this. Bowen Yang has a busy weekend. Next weekend, he's going to the Emmy Awards, and we're, it's all going to go down. Positive the or negative, know. still a winner. Oh, my God. No, I'm ready to just, to just have fun. Yes. I've, I've been like on my just grind all summer and not in a, and i'm not bragging about it. i'm just saying like i'm like you've oh, been God, busy girl i roll like oh I, this was supposed to be the summer that i like recharge and i didn't do you it were it's on fine the it's fine i was on the campaign <laughs> you were on the campaign trail <laughs> no it wasn't that it was hillary it was let's just this is just a peek behind the curtain mm -hmm. okay i'm so lucky yes and yet i am like constantly caught in this you know fun little cycle of well, you're doing press for one show, you're doing press for another show, and then you're sh you're shooting one thing, and you're shooting another, and then mm -hmm. you're shooting another. So, whatever this this sounds, this potentially could come off as so ungrateful, mm -mm. but it's just it's still it's still labor, you know. It's, still it's work. all work, and so and and uh, I should say that Matt and I both stand in solidarity solidarity with our IATSC brethren, absolutely, and it is work for everybody, and at least. At least I am not in a place where I am so emotionally exhausted on top of being like just 
Mm-hmm. So so deeply mistreated in some. In oh some my God! No, let it be known yes. that Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers are union girls. We're union and girls, and we we stand with the union, and we are pro strike if it comes to that. Yes. Absolutely, a hundred percent. Because people need to be treated. And for those who are not aware, you know, this is about crew members being treated fairly. You know, we just need to make sure the wages are so much better than they currently are. They that need the to be contracts fair. Contracts need to be updated so that streamers are not considered new media anymore. Absolutely, and also the hours. You know. It, it gets crazy and people yeah. are asked to be people are worked to the bone in this industry and we're seeing it on yeah. our production i mean we love everybody working in the crew they are having to ferry in like every single day like it's this is this incredibly is difficult work. job very very difficult and job. to think that and and you know our set has been a happy one and, and happy. To, 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 but to know that that is not the case you know industry-wide you know uh, we are in support, but the reason I bring that up is because we are going to take next week off. off. We're taking next week off. So publicists, yes. let that be a moment of respite for you to really start to strategically campaign for your categories. We'll talk about the awards in a second. Yes, Darla. And so we're going to get to the awards, but we're taking next week off because we're going to wrap up the movie. Bowen's going to go either win or not win an Emmy and both will be fine. Yes. And then we're going to regroup and we'll be back. But oh, I've made, by the way, I've just made peace with the outcome that I'm pretty sure will happen. And Brett Goldstein. Sure, deserved win. <laughs> I I was thinking about it. I was like, you know, the and I know you don't love to talk about the awards. No, of no, it all. let's talk about it. Um, but I was like, you know, they really did that thing again where they nominated three shows, three shows, and then what will probably happen is one show will sweep right. the entire the entire and God bless, week. God bless, and you know, God God bless. But um, anyway, I, I'm obviously insanely proud of you. Either Thank way, you, and. I have seen the gifts be given on the <laughs> film, and this is what I was saying. You were truly receiving the the the. You just were giving me actress. You were giving me star and Babe, actress. Are you sure? And on this podcast, we have to say that 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 when you we get the opportunity to 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 be star or actress, we, if we had not come through on both, that would have been humiliating. My sister, you have been both the entire time, mom. I look at me, mom. You are so fucking talented it's crazy it makes me it makes me i i have a note prepared for you for my little rap gift oh but and you I, know bowen yang is bowen yang actually came back from he he took a, a ferry out to sort of get his rap gifts together came back with these bags darling darling it's these not, bags. The, the, the gifts are not bags no i'm not going that saying they were crazy. bags with gifts yes there are bags with gifts anyway okay so so well, well what i want to say is we because is, we're not going to be able to have the opportunity to to do a right up uh, right after the yeah, rap yeah. thing this has been such an amazing experience yes truly and it's incredible. been ups and downs yes. because the subject matter has been what it's been emotional yes but the crew has been unbelievable and when the movie is going to come out next year we don't know when but it will be out on hulu next year we definitely will be having people from the movie on and just it's going to be so exciting to share this with everyone truly um so thank you for uh uh understanding in advance and the way you understood the way you understood talking facts talking facts with matt and bowen okay so uh what was I going to say? Oh my gosh, this is, I mean, you could, you could say that we are potentially really checking the entertainment industry circle jerk part of that 
worst insult towards this nominee, mm-hmm. the Apple Podcast Review. Yeah, Entertainment Industry Circle Jerk. First of all, can we just say, out of all the um, out of all the nominations, it was so thrilling to watch them come in and oh see that God. Wendy Williams has is now leading, leading with 13, thirteen nominations. Is that as many as Titanic or Return of the King had? Get the this: Oscars? Titanic had fourteen Oscar nominations, but that doesn't mean that we can't call the Wendy Williams. Wendy Titanic. Williams, she is the Titanic of the Lost Culturistas Culture Awards. Twenty twenty one. Do you think we'll do this again next year? I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I I, I don't know because here's the thing. It was very 2021 Lost Culture Resource Culture Awards, but then you'll find that there were nominees from years ago. Even though the categories, some categories specifically say blank of the year. Of the year. Most and shocking yet, moment of the year. Like, no, there weren't the really year. quote unquote rules. Record of the year. <laughs> All I Want for Christmas is You is nominated, and that was famously came out many years ago. But it is a record of this year. Because, hence it's nomination. Hence it's a nomination. So the thing is, like, will there be one next year? I say watch the space. Watch the space but awards are a lot of the many of them are annual many awards it's actually real culture number six awards many many of them them are are annual annual. and we just can't say we just can't say we just um but but you know i watch this space um what was your favorite nominations that you saw roll in on nomination morning when we matt rogers and bowen yang announced them I mean, there's so many. I we're, we're not. We should say we're not looking at them. So this is truly like off no. the top of our heads. I mean, best best animals of best animal best animal in the forest in the forest. I thought creatures, creatures unknown. unknown. I thought creatures unknown are an early front runner for best animal in the forest because that is one of the it, most spooky things. It's one of the most distinctive <laughs> things about the forest. Creatures are known. Which is the creatures unknown. I mean, there's very much that thing of when you're in the forest and you hear a rustling and you go, what was that? What was that? What was that? What was that? Okay. James. James. Okay. But, <laughs> should we say our brains are full mush? It's more, giving broken brain. It's giving broken brain because all this cast does to each other is just quote and repeat the same fucking shit over and over again, which is mostly Wendy Williams moments, some <laughs> Tiffany Pollard oh. moments. Um, you know, we'll do... It runs the gamut. We'll like, recite Miranda Priestly lines. Yeah, I mean, really, it's, it's just truly been a very like gay barrel. Can you imagine if there was even one heterosexual actor on this crew? Th- this is my thing. Is it's like, I this can't even so believe... Th- I can't even believe they do movies With where straight people, people play gay people i'm like how do you do it like the the, it the vibe be would be broken fun. it can't i'm saying it can't be that it's i i guarantee you it is it has not been that enjoyable for a straight actor to play a gay person because right. how do you plug into like what it is actually like to like to walk around and be gay and have a gay brain and think all these stupid fucking thoughts. I mean, this this actually reminds me of okay, so the other the other day we were doing a scene where we all are lugging our stuff down the road down the road down like the bridge to get to our house and we're like ugh the house is so far whatever and these gays walk by and judge us <laughs> and one of the extras was a straight man. We love him. Who we love, Theo. Theo. We're going to name names. Well, I'm just saying he's an icon. He's an icon. But I think he got the note like, um, so you're a gay man and you guys like a hot you're, gay guy. You're guys. a catty gay guy. You're catty, catty gay guys and you're judging them. <laughs> so he walks by and I, when I tell you. <laughs> the limp wrist on him. The limp wrist. He gave us his whole life when he was judging us. <laughs> and I have to laugh. So, so deeply funny and such a brutal <laughs> 
brutal, brutal portrayal of a gay person, of a gay bitch, a gay judger. Yes. And then Andrew on the director, bless, bless his heart, was like, hey, whatever's going on with the wrist, probably just tone that down, but otherwise good. And so I was like, but it goes to the point of like, yeah, just like straight people having to occupy a queer, I guess uh-huh. he was not a professional actor, bless no, his heart, but, but like still it's work. It's, it is work. Like he has to like think about like, he has to really be an actor in that moment uh-huh. and think about all these choices. So yeah, yeah that's I, I feel I feel that for sure. I just was thinking about it the other day. I'm like the amount of shit that we have just spun off and done like as a group, and that's been really good. The bonding of the cast has been it's fun. Been so lovely. If there was one heterosexual man, I just don't know. I, either that person would feel singled out, or he would be like a little too indulgent in the idea that he was around a bunch of gay men and probably like fancy himself like ooh i'm special you know yeah right or or and you know that is dangerous when straight men start to feel special that's very dangerous that's actually rule culture number 55 when, when straight, straight men, men start, start to, to feel, feel special, special that's, that's very, very dangerous, dangerous. Let's I mean, talk about what. Well, is there anything else about the awards that you want to talk about? Well, I mean, just off the top of my head, I, I'm so happy we singled out Creatures Unknown in the Forest, uh, the Animals in the Forest, because I just I was so shook by that nomination yeah. on nomination morning. And I also want to say shout out to Hot Engineer Doug, who did an amazing, amazing intro. intro. Oh, I loved that. Intro. He really dropped in, and he was very much like he, the pomp and circumstance of the nominations. Really was felt the way he said in 100 unique categories. Unique categories. Such a lawn. It was just amazing, just incredible. Thank it was you, just, Doug. We it was just it. amazing, and you know, I have so many favorite um, nominees. Uh, but I will just say, like in in the in the big categories, like Artist of the Millennium, I was really happy to see Alyssa Edwards sneak in there, and Mike White, to be honest, Mike White, really a late entry. Mike White and late entry, but I think White Lotus really came in at the right time right. in the campaign for the nomination process because it was on people's minds. It was on the publicist's mind. Yes, mines. and then another category, you know, it's going to be really interesting to see Aquamarine take on blue um, very in the lo- most a lot of yeah ad- color do they category. cancel each other out it's one of those and things. i guess not i mean otherwise like there would be vote splitting that will there be votes will splitting? there be vote splitting that's actually something we have to ask i think there might be vote splitting between um shishito peppers and water for the table for now yeah water and that might have chips all sneak in there and take it yes so um anyway suffice it to say we don't know when the awards will be we, they're not scheduled and may, they maybe they'll never happen but um but definitely looking forward to that should we talk about something that really rocked the cast today because i think people might have thought that we might have already recorded our episode before we heard about Nicki minaj's anti-vax <sighs> stance but we should also say this is a cast full chock full of barbs so many barbs i mean just able to recite Oh, beam me up, Scotty. Yeah, versus like we we are barbs down, down. and the news today was hard. It was and hard to take that. How did you feel? Because I I, I, I I sort of ambled over to you and I just said bad news. Well, and then I I, I and then I revealed to you that I I already you heard. Knew. Well, because Joel broke it to me probably seconds before, seconds before you mm-hmm. and I th- and he he went look mm-hmm. like just like you know when someone comes to oh, you with like look really bad news. Yeah, I was like oh my God, something terrible has happened. He goes, look. And I, I look at his phone and I see the tweet. Uh-huh. And I just go, oh no. It's because the thing is, and then I, I did that thing where it's like you start in your brain to sort of form a defense. And oh then my I was God, like, you want to protect I, the person. I, and then I, I just, I was, I literally started to say out loud, 
Well, you know, people have different. Re- and then I was like, no, no, I'm sorry. There's I'm no. aborting. I'm hitting eject. We're in September of 2021. Vaccines have been available for eight months. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't know. I, this is, this is how a lot of, you know, Woody Allen lovers must have felt. It's not <sighs> quite the same. Of course he didn't, you know, cheat on his wife with his child, mm. but, um, or you she know, didn't. What's what's that? It, well, you said he didn't cheat on his wife with his child, and I said, well, she didn't. She, well, Nikki didn't. Nikki did of not. Of course, it's not, not. Her being anti-vax is not quite the same. Not as, quite the same as you know statutory rape. But um, you know, mm-hmm. this is really really troubling. This and and then for her to sort of elaborate that her, her cousin 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 became impotent because his testicles swelled got up. so big, and then. So basically, for those who don't know, she tweeted that she's not attending the Met Gala because you had to get vac. By the way, we'll talk about the Met Gala briefly. Mm-hmm. But you can't go to the Met Gala if you're not vaccinated. She's not getting vaccinated for the, for the Met, Met Gala. Gala. If she gets vaccinated, it will be for other reasons, which, by the way, she's working on. She said she's going to do her own research and she's quote unquote working on that research. And she said her cousin got the vaccine and his balls blew up real big so big he was impotent and then the girl he was married getting married to called Called off off the wedding wedding. as if that is like a i don't even know scientifically relevant detail i don't (laughs) even really know what to say because here's the thing unfortunately it's funny unfortunately it's funny she's a storyteller (laughs) unfortunately a story was told And uh, we, it's this is the thing, and we even had this conversation today about other female artists who we admire. Mm-hmm. And we brought we, we we won't name names, but we will say the reference point, which is, mm-hmm. look, us queers are still standing one Miss Azalea Banks today after sure. all of all of the, the the nasty nasty things that have come out of her mouth, mm-hmm. which are sort of fu- ultimately still sort of funny. I I mean, we laugh about we it, laugh so about that it. must be something. And so, therefore, you're like like problematic faves like the, we, we don't have to go through all the mental gymnastics to mm-hmm. defend them we can just look at someone and say wow she's probably so rich and out of touch as a potential reason for why she might be anti-vax mm-hmm. to be like well that's our that's our girl and she's a little bit more humanized and we're not going to deify her in, in quite the same way as we did no also Do you know what i mean a hundred percent and here's another thing and this is sort of like airing on the side of defense, but it's not. No one has to know who your fave is. You know what I mean? Like, you can keep your problematic fave to yourself. I will come out here and say this. I sometimes will YouTube stream the Blake Shelton and Gwen Stefani duet. Okay? There's a few of them. That is brave of you. I, I, I will sometimes stream the one that says... I don't want to go down any other road now. I don't want to love nobody but you. That was sort of a combination of uh-huh. Gwen and Blake that I was doing. That, that was vocally. a beautiful, beautiful movie. Thank you. And I stream that sometimes knowing full well that Gwen Stefani is friends might, with Paul Ryan. Might be yeah. some sort of uncouth, untoward <laughs> yeah. figure. Sure. But, I, you know, the art from the artist... Do you think we're as a, we as a society are doing a better job of that? I think it depends. Uh, here's the thing: knowing Nicki Minaj is anti-vax and has this stupid fucking reason for it, am I? What or what? When we hear Super Bass come on, are we not going to rush the floor? Can I just point out something? Not to like bring it back to us, was kind of snubbed at the awards. We didn't really nominate her. 
did we? She really didn't get many she, nominations. She and Tyra really didn't Tyra get Tyra was snubbed in a major way, and Nikki was snubbed in a major way. And maybe, maybe, maybe we knew intrinsically that we felt she would this disappoint was us somehow. Because you and I are very in touch with the ethers. Oh, I put, I lick my finger, put it up to the wind every morning. Every morning. And we're, but we're very in touch with the ethers, and we very, you and I are very sensitive to energy. And it's actually true that I, one hundred percent agree. Uh, we're very much in the energy, and we're maybe this is a little woo woo, but we're sort of. Sometimes what will happen is when Bowen and I are in a different state, oh and my Bowen's God. plane will sort of break the airspace. The, the, the airspace. I was sort of. I, I, my whole body will sort of retch up, and, and I'll look to the sky, and I'll say, "He's come." He, I, you know, I know when he's coming. No, let me tell you the the, the most recent occurrence of this, which mm-hmm. was you were in town around May oh my god or April, yes yes and we were i was supposed to meet you and josh for a, an outside drag race viewing yes that dorji was hosting dorji was hosting and then i showed up and then you i had not seen you in months truly months I the was, longest we had ever gone i think i think that might be true and i turned the corner to mm-hmm. this place and you were right there yes and can i tell you something I gasped. it's because and and i actually this is you the most it. surreal thing i sense i was like i have to go outside now I know when I turn the corner, he's going to be turning the corner. And then it happened because I'm very sensitive to the energies and the ethers. And I know that you are too. And I just know when these things happen. So I think that maybe some sort of like psychological like thing was going on there where we knew not to nominate her because we didn't really feel that this was her moment to have a light shining on her. You know? We did that. We did that. We did that. And I am so proud of us. I'm so proud of us, period. Period. Let's and that's about, on period. And that's on period. Let's talk about the Met Gala. I mean, we're, we're, it's happening now as we speak. It's literally, the, I mean, we're, the we're looks recording are, this Monday night. The looks are rolling in. The theme is some type of America. American independence. Girl, I don't know. Which which I was like, what? It's, just, it's, it's not just, specific enough. Sometimes like the wording of the themes, I'm like, okay, but what is it? Like, I get that it's like, like it was like, um... When they did the religious theme, the Catholic imagination, yeah, yeah. that was the uh-huh. Catholic imagination or whatever, and it was just so sort of like like frou frou. I was like, okay, but what is it? What, what are we it? expecting to see? You know, you know what I love when it's a re- when it's based they, every now every every now and then they'll do um based on designers, so they'll do like right. a Christian Dior year, they'll do like uh whatever like Ray Kawakubo. That was the most recent one, and that I love. Like everyone's take on Comme des Garcons, yes. that I love when it's specific. This is too broad. Yeah, and it almost feels like they like a lot of the celebrities didn't know what to do with it or they didn't want to do it. Like I like I, yeah, I, yeah. I think a lot of people look stunning. I'm just wondering exactly how they are ruminations on the theme. But the, I sort of leave the theme behind and I'm like, okay, well, the theme it's is what just it is. About, yeah, it's just about seeing the, the, the people in the clothes and it's so fun. Right. How do they look? And I think the chairs all looked really good. I thought Amanda Gorman looked unbelievable. Timothy looked great. Frank Ocean came in with a doll. We love that was sort of Grogu appreciation. Grogu appreciation. We loved that. I mean, let's just say legends only. I mean, Iman. Iman. Did you see Iman? I saw Iman. That was crazy. (gasps) Wow. That was absolutely amazing. I mean, Billie Eilish looked fab. Regal and Oscar de la Renta, I believe. Yeah, I mean, like truly, I mean, there were there was great shit happening. I would say I don't even want to really mention anyone that I don't think looked good. Here's what I'll say. It's frustrating and humiliating to watch someone show up in something hideous and then put on like a fashion face. I'm like, oh, oh God. like you're like you think they're trying too hard or like, something. Like when someone is coming in with like that punum, punum, like, and they're wearing something like yeah. wrong. I mean, that's like 
I'm like, we're going to do that. Everyone's going to do that in show. But, you know, like it's just a, a, a phase that everyone has to go through. Mm. You know, it's just like you got to like be able to like perceive your. I'm on this journey where I'm like, I am. I'm learning through this process to like know what I look like and how I look my best. Mm hmm. I think I think people are on their own journey. You know what? I also think it's often not up to the people that look bad on the runway. Oh, yeah, that they looked bad, and that that the more you that's and that's isn't that so sad? Like, yes. it's not their it's not their fault. Yes, it's just like this is why. Well, I don't know. Like, I I read something with Reese Witherspoon where she's like, and she's like privileged to do this, mm-hmm. but she's like for every red carpet thing, she has like six dresses there, right. and she, and she never actually makes a decision until the day, which I didn't know that's something that they did. Yeah, they can do that. I mean, like, typically it's like a lot of people don't finalize their look until like days before something, mm. especially for big events like the Oscars or the Met Gala or like. Right. Like big, big, big thing. Because you don't want to be married to something that you then put on and feel bad in. Exactly. And then there's no re- there's no recourse after that. There's no re- simply no recourse simply after that. Simply none. And so it's also just like, Im- imagine going like the mm-hmm. stress of that. That's a big one because it, literally it's not even just like I get to go and enjoy it. It's I get to go and primarily be a topic of fashion discussion which is just to be name checked by someone and there's also no which is great yeah and but but what i mean is like there's no there's no bigger assumption that someone takes themselves seriously more than them arriving at the met gala and like being like here's my look yeah because if you're one of those people that's there being photographed in a met gala look Mm -hmm. because you were invited that says to everyone like, oh no, yeah, I I take myself this seriously mm-hmm. and I'm presenting this to you as not only fashion but art and like mm-hmm. cultural mm-hmm. discussion. Mm-hmm. So have at it. And yeah. that is you're, brave. You're because you're really putting yourself out there in the most high risk way. Yeah, because that's like if you look if you're a flop, then people are gonna be talking for a pro- prolonged period of time about how you flopped. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Damn. So, so in that way, it's bravery and truth. It is brave. No, I'm, I'm literally, and this is okay. Some fucking idiots gonna think we're like stumping for celebrity rights. No, mm-hmm. but it's just like psychologically that has to have some effect on you. Here's what I'll say: Four years ago, I might have gotten on this podcast and been like, "So and so looked a wreck, a yeah. flop, whatever." But now, now that I know a little bit more about it, I'm gonna be a little nicer. <laughs> and that's. Growth. And that's actually G R W T H growth. Growth. Natasha Rothwell GIF post it now. We don't we don't drag anyone for looking bad at the Met Gala because you know what? Maybe it was someone else. Maybe, maybe so many things could go wrong. So many things could go wrong. When it comes to travel, we all have that happy place. Whether it's the beach, ski slopes, couples getaway, or even a visit to that best friend you haven't seen in way too long, Matt. And Priceline wants to get you there for a happy price so you never have to miss a trip. Now, we all know we love to vacation together. We have various happy places. We love to go to Orlando, Florida. We love to go to Las Vegas, Nevada. We love to go to a beach anywhere. We love to go to Europe. But when we have truly traveled the world globally, 
and domestically. My happy place is with my sister and any of those locations he just listed. And now, thanks to Priceline's VIP family feature, you can go to your happy place more often while earning deals up to five times faster with a group. When one person from the squad travels, everyone gets more deals, and you can even choose your own crew. It doesn't have to be your actual family. It could be your neighbor, your roommate, your mailman, anyone. The more you travel, the more you save. For me, I'm choosing Matt Rogers. I'm choosing producer Becca. Yes. We're all going together, the Lost Coach family. So download the Priceline app today to save up to 60% off select hotels and go to your happy place with Priceline. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details by the way, look, this is just, again, if you can't tell by now, this is just a culture recap episode. We haven't done one of this these This is a culture catch-up. Culture catch-up. Culture, I'm sorry. Culture catch-up. Culture catch-up. I, I mistermed it. No. So much culture to talk about. And wait, we sort of touched on Salt Lake at the top. Yeah. We oh did my say God. We, we... Joel Kim! Joel Kim! 
Okay. okay. So he said that he wanted to come in and talk about Salt Lake with us because last night we all watched Salt Lake together. Now here's the thing. Um, like I said, I saw it a few weeks ago. Yes, you saw it. And early. I have I had even sent the link here to my sisters, comes. but I'm actually really happy that we all waited to discuss it together. Joel Kim's here. Um, now, say hi, Joel. Say hi. Hello. <laughs> so um, basically, what we found was that it was one of the best episodes of Housewives in recent memory, and we also felt that it was far and away. Uh, a best season opener. Oh my god! I mean, what what were our general thoughts? I think the ladies, after a season of watching themselves, have sort of awoken in the machine a little bit, and yes. they understand what they need. They understand the assignment better, yeah. as often they do in the second seasons of these shows. Exactly. Like they they know that they are now archetypes. They are not human beings. Yes, they no longer exist as humans to us. But it's a thing where. All of them know are plugging in in the right way because sometimes you get housewives who watch themselves on TV for one season and then they kind of change course in a way that is not great mm-hmm, for them. Mm-hmm. I think all of them understand what they should do. There are going to be except some flops. for except for Heather. Heather. I think yeah. Heather is is gunning for a bad second. Season. Yeah, well, yeah. This is what I'll say about Heather. I think Heather is is again gauging it wrong. I think she's playing, and she was like, I told you guys about what watch she was what like on Watch What Happens, happens yeah, Live. Yeah. She she really flopped on Watch What Happens Live, being like, I think that Jen's business is unsavory. I've thought that th- from the beginning, but I, but I be am friend. still her friend because she's fun and smart. It's like, honey, that's not how, that's not what fun and smart people do. No. But I will say that she'll be watchable. And she'll be a good housewife. But and every be... single one of them are going to be good housewives of this course. season. They're all set up. But Heather will just be confounding, especially. You'll be like, what are you doing? I mean, you also you often see this, I think, with, uh, with either girls who are going into their second season or with this show, it's the second season in general. She's going in high of her own supply. Yes! And oh, how the mighty will fall. We, see, we saw this this season. We saw it this season with Leah. Yeah, we saw it with um, let us not forget Leanne Locken yeah. coming off an amazing season from let season four to season forget. five. Culture number fourteen. Let us let's not, not forget, forget Leanne, Leanne Locken. Um, it happens all the time, and they ju- and she will be humbled. She will be humbled. Absolutely, and it's the people. It's the Rihanna follow that always fucks these women mm-hmm. up. I have to confront Joe Kim. Okay. Because I have to, I, I, this is one of my favorite things to do, is confront people on the podcast. So we're sort of sitting here in Vin Bowen's bedroom, like watching the show last night, and we start with Lisa going over to Jen's house. And about six times during the episode, Joel Kim turned to me and said, you are Lisa, you are Lisa, you are Lisa, to the point where it started to feel like a drag. No. But I want you to know that Lisa's no. powerful this season, and Lisa is riding a Trojan horse. And I do I agree with her in the conflict with Meredith? Which is going to become a conflict? No. But Lisa is here as a housewife to stay. And people said she was going to be out soon. I don't think she's out soon. I don't don't think she's out soon. And it was not a drag. I simply believe that you are an active listener in the same way that Lisa is an active listener. I I would be telling you, uh, like, literally anytime I tell you a story, it is a lot of amazing. Absolutely. (laughs) Love that. Love, love that. that. Love that. Oh, I, oh, I love that. I love that. How many times did she say I love this? In the I love beginning? this. Well, I'm sure it was like love a cut. I'm sure the editor. I love this. I love this. I also do. I do respect anyone that rides from fast food place to fast food place in like a Mercedes Benz. <laughs> she still looks it's, like that. Wait, did you guys feel that she's your sister because of her passion for Diet Coke? Yes, I do feel connected to her about that. Yeah, I, I feel do very feel connected, connected to her, to her about, about that. that. I would like to transition us now because if you're calling me out, then I I, I want to start 
by simply bringing up the topic of Mary M. Cosby. Okay, we have okay? we 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 brought up at the beginning, but let's really dig okay. dive deep. First of all, I I just want to say that. I think Mary is sort of poised to become one of our greatest housewives, legendary. I believe and that yet, she she and is great, and and uh, and I believe that she is um, incredible and amazing for the show, and that she is dangerous and should be removed from television immediately. <laughs> yeah, um, I yeah. fear for my life. I fear for the lives of those around her. <laughs> I think she's dangerous. I think it's she is an incredible piece of television history. Yeah. She but, she is anti narrative. She, she is, is anti narrative. We were saying we were saying the three of us. That her the podcast is anti structure. Yeah. Well, when when Mary M. Cosby comes on Housewives of Salt Lake City, the show actually becomes avant garde. Yeah. It becomes it becomes theater of the mind. It becomes Odyssey of the mind. Odyssey. It becomes sort of journey into another level of a the metaverse. subconscious, a metaverse. Yeah, because she says things like, "I I don't belong in this world," and she says, "I don't, I don't trust, trust human beings. beings." And then she sort of gets into it. I was born by God. I was born for God. These sort of things, which are so. And then when she when they cut to her in her hat, and she says, um, "I don't want to drink Jen's friendship juice." That's the sort of stuff that creeps me out. It skis me out. I'm like, I never. It's always an I've overreaction, never, but never enough of a reaction. Also, where is it coming from? I've never seen someone literally move through space like she no. does. No. Talking to herself. Talking to herself. I'm like, this is really, really unsettling because I've not seen a human being like this ever in my life. And let it be known that her podcast completely missing from the internet. (laughs) Those mics were not plugged in. Um, And here's where the call out comes in because, again, I do love Mary. She is my in my top five, I think she's a terrorist. I think she needs, she's obviously taking advantage of people and she is maybe one of the most evil people to ever appear on a Bravo reality television show. And I believe that her rise can be directly attributed to to your platforming of this awful, amazing person. I would agree. And I have no regrets. Do you have regrets? Well, we did say, I think someone, there was a bad news, there was a bad news day for her. And then you and I texted each other, like, we have to rescind. We almost said we had to get on and do a whole episode rescinding that whole episode, which would have been too much. Which would have been too much. I don't stand by it. I think, I I kind of agree with Joel and I think we should, we should, we should rescind the day. I guess what we have to say again is watch this space. Watch this space. Um, Whitney dropping the cake was iconography. Rule of threes, um, perfection. Rule of threes, perfection. That was a great moment. Um, I thought all of Meredith's scenes were good. We got to see a deeper side of Meredith. I think Meredith is... Poised to have the best... The queen. I think that Meredith is positioning herself very much in the way that Kyle has managed to do in a lot of ways in that Kyle is sort of the conduit for a lot of personal drama in her own life without being in conflict with a lot of yes LVP notwithstanding some of that stuff but 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 there are few housewives that you can sort of settle into and watch them deal with personal family drama without yes. the conflict with the other women. Now she's obviously activating a little bit more right, this season. Right. She's engaging. She is engaging. She's Meredith speak. Um, but I, I also, I, I'm happy to watch her go through her marriage problems. I'm happy to watch her deal with her father's death. I'm happy to watch her put a dog in a sweater. I'm <laughs> there. Cowan sweater. Christian the product Cowan placement sweater. was on point. She said exactly. She I know the assignment, my fashion assignment. Yeah. I find her to be very compelling and I Absolutely. find her resistance to drama in itself a drama. Well, it's not resistance to drama because she has 
a very uh, very steadfast value system, let's say. I mean, her talking about Brooks and protecting Brooks's sexuality in a way that is kind of bogus, but to be like, Brooks has never talked about we his sexuality. We have to dig into that, by the way. <laughs> and he was referred to as, as a twig. As a twig. <laughs> Specifically, there was one post referring to him as a twig. That was, and the, that there is now a narrative. We are now existing in a world where We're Brooks Marks' sexuality is in question. question. His, his sexuality, he's barely spoken about it even to me, let alone to Jen Shah, my family. I, she, I mean, it's iconography. I have done nothing to Jennifer Shaw. This is what I think about Meredith. In any good show, you have a will they or won't they. A will they, won't they narrative. Sam the, and Diane. Sam thank and you. Diane. R- Rachel Ross and, and Rachel. Ross. Or Ross and Rachel. Either way, it could work. Could work. Um, the will they, won't they. Thank you. That's another one. Yes. Um, yes. And the, I, the will they, won't they of Salt Lake is Meredith and the narrative. That, oh my the will God. they, won't they of Salt Lake is Meredith Marks and the narrative of the show. Is she too good for it? Or is she going to no. me- get messy? And we've 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 we have answered the question. She called the feds. If she called the feds, and they're that they're insinuating that she called the feds on Jen. Which, by the way, we haven't even brought up Jen, which is insane. No, we that can't. this episode was chock full of enough that we're not even talking, talking about Jen. About biggest jester flop nominee. Jen Shaw of the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. She is almost definitely going to jail. And we saw the first minute or so of the episode depicted the actual fleeing of the beauty lab scene that was Jen Shaw getting the call that she was going to be arrested. Chills that in the two months earlier cutaway, she says to who to I would go to jail Lisa, for you. I, you know I would go to jail for you. I haven't gone to jail yet. I'm this telling you. This five-star episode. There was no... I, 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 And this is this in a golden era of Housewives, and we can all agree. It's a golden In an era. episode where pretty much every episode of Beverly Hills is almost five stars, if yeah, not at least yeah. four. And Potomac, I've enjoyed very Potomac much. Potomac has been great, and Potomac continues to be great. I definitely, like, we're, we're at a little bit of a stall. I know. Um, And Post- this was, I think, the first episode that we thought... Maybe Escala needs to give more. Yeah. Lots of shots of Escala putting food in her mouth this week. <laughs> Lots of Not a good sign. And that. she's only had one confessional look this whole time, hasn't she? We need more. We need more. Um, I just want to really quickly quote Meredith Marks again. Horrible, despicable, repugnant things. Yeah, I mean, just a just wonderful, wonderful poetry there. Hits the ear just right. You know, and also, this is another thing about Whitney. I want to just jump back to her. It's very hard for me to hear anyone say the words work hard, play hard, and me still like them. And when she and said that she that. was teaching her adult stepchildren that she works hard and play hard and they can too, I was like, you know what? That's actually good. And yeah. those kids need that. Those 29-year-old men that are her sons need a figure like her to show them work hard play hard oh and that's all that's all mormons want a 20 year old mormon in their 20s wants to hear or to really internalize is the work hard play hard that's what lula bro is all about i can't wait to watch lula oh we can't wait to watch that lula Lula rich Rich. have you heard about lula rich um i only know about it in the context of that man being upset about kelly clarkson 
Yes. That is a yeah. lightning rod of controversy. Uh, yes, unfortunately. We watched Bo and Yang's interview. So now I'm with two people who have been on the Kelly Clarkson show, and I am her biggest fan, and I'm not one of them. Uh, we just watched Bo and Yang's charming interview on her it show. It was fine. It was, I was nervous. Um, But she apparently is featured in the Lula Rich documentary, I guess. Because she, she performed a private concert. She <laughs> performed a private <laughs> concert for Lula Rowe, which actually makes a, a perfect amount of sense. But um, we're we're gonna watch the documentary. I might even watch it tonight with oh. my friends, if you wish. That's insane. We have to be up in like six hours. Damn, you're right. Well, there've been early calls. There've been early calls. Do I suggest tired. watching Lula Rich when we have to be up in six hours? I would love to watch an an, an informative documentary with my friends. Where what what network is it on? Prime. It's on Amazon, it's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> which is huge for them. <laughs> you know, I actually what I mean that in the streaming wars, they didn't have a big a big doc. landmark doc. And right. now they're going to have one. Yeah. Before before I let Joel float off back into uh, Sleepy Town, um, I want to know your thoughts, everyone's thoughts on new housewife Jenny. Jenny. What did we think of her compelling personal narrative and backstory? An interesting, an interesting, compelling personal narrative. Um, we. I need to see more. I need to see more. To, uh, I will say, this is my problem with Jenny, is that she's not making a big enough play at sort of the branding, like right mm-hmm. off the bat, her, her, her tagline. Um, I have enough of everything, even secrets. What is it? I have enough of everything, especially opinions, opinions. especially opinions, something like that. Very generic stuff. So generic. could have been, could be said of any housewife and that's yeah. tough. And based on the trailer clips of her, it seems like she's just kind of, pulling conflict out of thin air in a way that doesn't feel good. Who's not working out. Like Mia's not working out, unfortunately. No star quality there either. Um, It does, it is interesting that um, they they really pulled the lever and said, we will have Asian women on (laughs) these franchises. There's one on every franchise. Right, right. They're really sort of they're, they're colonizing every city. They're colonizing, the Asians (laughs) are colonizing the, the, the Bravo and it's interesting that she still fits within this sort of med- this theme of Salt Lake City, which is, oh, you have a religious person, and, and here we have Catholicism represented. Yeah, I would like to see. I would like to see a predominantly Asian housewife city. I think something in the Bay Area, something in the that's or, genius, you know, or retool Orange County to be mostly Asian. Sure. Oh my God, that would be great. I want to see that. I want, I want to see, see that. that on my TV. <laughs> yes, yes, say like that. See it. I would like to see it. Um, wait, there was one other thing. There was one other thing. Um, the taglines. So I think we we've all agreed that this fleet of taglines was amongst the best one we've of heard. the best. Um, collective. But I think we all can say together what the number one, maybe best housewives tagline, and this ever. is gonna ever. really close the loop on the begin on the beginning of this episode, which is. If you come for me, I will send Jesus after you. And it doesn't get scarier or bigger than Jesus. Truly, I feel the impact still. It has not worn off. It's not lasting. Well, and we have seen women weaponize Christianity on these shows. We've seen women sort of base their entire thing around Christianity. Never have we seen someone evoke Jesus' name in such a way. As if she hired, like, a friend, a hitman. Jesus, imagine Jesus 
chasing you down. Yeah, or arriving at nothing scarier than arriving in a dark hall, dark like alleyway, and seeing Jesus. Jesus, come after you. You would you would really second guess a lot. And he pins you down, and you in your dying breath, the last thing you say is, "Who sent you?" And he says, "Mary M. Cosby, my close personal friend, my sister, who was born of me." I nothing mean, more frightening. Truly, I I have chills. I have chills. I've <laughs> I've never experienced a television show like this. It is, I think, with one episode out the gate, you realize that first the first season of this show actually was even in the moments where it didn't feel like it was popping off, everything was essential. Every woman is set up yes. for success. Yes. The narratives are we scream laughing every time we see Whitney say we are in danger. <laughs> She's not who she says she is, or Lisa. Lisa, saying, what is she's not who she says she is? I just don't think she, she is, is who, who we she think she is. is. Who she says she is? Whatever it is, uh, shaking. I gotta say, even the commercials, even I'll, the commercials. I'll, I'll never fast forward. That woman. <laughs> what, is, what is the line from the show? What is That's the line? Thank you, though. No, no, no. Oh. I'm saying the commercials that played during oh, yes, the episode. Oh yes, yes, yes. What? That woman is a disruptor. disruptor. That, that woman from? It is, it is, what is that from? It's from it's from some the movie, show. the Yaya oh, Show. Oh, 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 oh. That, that woman, woman is, is a disruptor. disruptor. I mean, really good stuff on Bravo, top to bottom. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, tempt to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. You know, but one of the toughest things about decorating my apartment has been getting things framed. Finding a place that will custom frame all my beautiful art pieces that I have without breaking the bank has been close to impossible. But then I found FrameBridge. I found FrameBridge too. FrameBridge makes it easy to get anything framed at an affordable price. Easily order online at framebridge.com or visit a FrameBridge retail store. Upload a digital photo for them to print and mail your item using their free, secure, prepaid packaging. Or visit one of their 20 plus retail stores. FrameBridge custom frames your piece in their studio using the highest quality materials and ships it to your door in days for free. I love going into the brick and mortar locations. I've got one here in Brooklyn and they're so sweet. They can give you inspiration for what you want 
to get framed, I went in and I was like, I'm going to get my Chromatica ball bracelet framed. And they helped me. Oh my God, I'm so excited. I have so many memories I need framed and put upon the wall. And uh, they have a curated selection of frame styles with design experts right on hand who make it fun to choose the perfect frame for you. See why FrameBridge has been trusted to frame over 2 million pieces. Visit FrameBridge.com or a local FrameBridge store to get started and custom frame just about anything. That's FrameBridge.com. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. Wait, well, speaking of um, that, disrupt, words like disruptor, trespassing, Candace, Candace Dillard Bassett heard about her Los Culturistas Cultural Award nominations. No. She, yes. And she said, she said, what categories? Exclamation point question Someone mark. said, at Candace, I can't believe, what a thrill for her to be nominated in three categories. The same number of categories that Joel Kim Booster's Do you have any response to your three yes. nominations? Um, I have to say, um, when I heard about them, um, I was sh- shocked. Um, I will say, um, I do feel like I am sort of being set up to lose uh, for the joke, and I'm fine with that. No, I'm fine with that. Even I don't though understand what I the understand what be. the joke would be, I think it's pretty clear what the joke is. I feel like the, the what's clear is that Matt and I will lose our categories, but the people who really deserve the awards and will be publicized heavily will win. And whoever you will deserve be, whoever the funniest gay man is will win. Whoever had the funniest, I don't think somebody whoever should deserve the Joy Behar stand up comedy. for comedy. I think it's, it's just going to come down to who did the best stand up. Wait, actually I have, I don't even know who else is nominated, but besides me and Pat for the Joy Behar one, it's you, Katie Pat Perry. and Carrie, Katie Perry for her work in the, in the VMAs when she hosted that. Oh, year. okay. The VMAs. Okay. <laughs> That makes sense. That makes a lot of sense. And I think between the three of you, and my, it's opinion, a dead heat. It's a dead. It's well, a dead heat. And remember, I was going to say it's a clear front runner, as Joel. It's no. It's the Joy Behar Award Lord for, for stand up comedy. comedy. It's not best stand up. It's the so it's. I don't the know why I have most, to explain it. And this is the thing. Some of those some of those awards, uh, the the namesake awards. The, the namesakes were nominated. So yes. Tina Turner was nominated for the Tina Turner Legend She was Award. nominated. Joy Behar was not nominated for the Joy Behar Award. No, she was. She, Joy Behar, and it's kind of like Diablo Cody Award for screenwriting. Diablo Cody for Juno, nominees. Diablo Cody for Young Adult, and Nia Vardalos for My Big Fat Greek Wedding. And it's just going to come down to who deserves the Diablo Cody Award for screenwriting. Doesn't mean one of those scripts that Diablo Cody wrote is the winner. And I don't really understand why I have to explain this. No, 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 no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to make you explain that. I'm just saying. It's labor. I just it's want work. to really disprove this notion that Joel has that he is being set up to lose. He thinks it's a bit. He no, thinks it's all it's, being set up for a joke. He said this is a months long process. This is award season. It's very serious. Get out of here. I will say. I will say. I, I approached Matt on set. I'll say it on yes. set. Yeah. Even. And he was hunched over his phone. Hunched. Hunched. Not hunched. Hunched. 
hunched over his phone. And I said, what are you doing? And you said, I'm voting. And I thought maybe in the California recall election that was coming. On his phone? Which I did in my ballot was counted. And if you haven't voted yet, you must. Please vote Um, California. And he was, it was the, uh, it was actually the ballot for the last culture resistance award. And he said, he looked me dead in the eyes and he said, I don't think you're going to win. You said that? I don't remember saying that. You did. You did. How dare you? I don't, I didn't say that. I think you look guilty. <laughs> you look hella guilty. Um, it might have been. It, it uh, might have been more so that you were saying, "I'm not voting for you," which he only has one. Well, I would never say who I voted for. I haven't voted for anybody. <laughs> I, I've never in any election said who I voted for. I don't think it's right to talk about politics, Reli- race, religion, creed, or politics. We're not talking about that. Not no. I'm like Ramona. I don't like talk about race, religion, or creed. Sexy girlfriend stuff. Um, speaking of sexy girlfriend stuff, do you have anything to say about the following topics? Um, <laughs> Kylie Sonique wins Drag Race. Um, amazing love. As soon as she tripped and and recovered, I said, "There's the winner." There's the winner. Bowen, in a sentence, what do you think about Kylie Sonique winning Drag Race? What a beautiful journey! What a true, full redemption arc. In a season of many redemption arcs, what a lovely thing to end on her sort of, you know, really triumphing. Beautiful. I would say I agree. I think that also, I don't really know who else would have won. Um, okay, now I want to give you to have a one sentence review of Casey Musgraves' Star Cross, Jill Kim. Um, I hope she gets 10 more divorces. That really has provided good work. Bowen Yang. Uh, I will say Cherry Blossoms is a. Uh, an acceptable moment of musical appropriation of Asian culture. And I was wondering if you thought that, because I said, I really like this song when it started. And, and you said, I, you said, is that cherry blossoms? And I said, yes. And then yeah. I wondered if you didn't like the song. And, I, and, and what, and did I go? Hmm. No, I love that song. I really love it too. It's a gorgeous song. And yeah. she, and she, and she throws in some like fun, like Japanese, like whatever, like, yeah. It had influences. Pub, public trans. And she, no, she loves Japan. She loves Japan. What? What Joel? I want her to come out like Katy Perry at the VMAs. Yeah, I think she should do really good. Oh, Unconditionally. I thought you were saying she should come out and do stand-up. Stand up. <laughs> I don't think so. Can I say, I don't think Casey Musgraves would be as good a comedian as Katy. I really don't. This, oh, But she she was on a live with Meg Stalter the other day pro- promoting the, the film. And Meg Stalter, one of the stars of Starcross, the film. Yes, that's true. And she and, she and Meg were, were having were doing bits galore. And I think I think Casey could really roll with, with, with the comedian. I would agree. And I think that my my review of Casey Musgraves' Starcrossed is it's so difficult to be cinematic yet intimate. And it was pulled off. And you, you said that to me earlier at dinner. And I was like, he's so right. And this is my girl with the with the incisive commentary. Uh, you and I love Casey from the from the jump. From the jump. We even we actually are the reason why so similar to what you said about Miriam Cosby, we're actually the reason why Casey Musgraves is popular with gay men. Because we wrote for Vulture. We wrote for Vulture and we said gay people pay attention. Bowen Yang and Matt Rogers were actually the two most influential vulture writers. <laughs> that's not true. I'm reading this off the internet. Yeah, Hunt, that's Hunt, what it says. Hunter Harris, eat your heart she out. She can eat her ass out. Oh my God. Um, what do you think of Kristen Stewart becoming the front runner for Best Actress for playing the 19th person um, that's done Princess Diana this year? I will say, and I said this online, and a lot of people tagged you in it, um, I am not holding space for bandwagon Kristen Stewart fans. Sure. I have been there from the beginning. Oh my God. I was God. there during Personal Shopper. 
It was there during Clouds of Sils Maria. So you were there during the good performances. I was there during Twilight. Sure. I was there during Panic Room. Okay. Um, oh, okay. Becoming the best actress frontrunner. For anyone who for anyone who thinks they're they might be right in doubting her, all I have to say is <laughs> grammatically this doesn't make sense. They don't. They don't. <laughs> they don't. They don't. They don't. I will say this. When I saw that trailer and she said they don't chills. I really got the chills. And I Pablo Lorraine. You, you are a Jackie fan. We love Jackie. you a Jackie, Jackie fan? Oh, I love Jackie. Jackie was, and you know what they said? That people that have seen um, Spencer said uh-huh. that it is a spiritual sister film to Jackie. to Jackie. And they said that, you know, it would make a good trio. Girardi. Eric Jane. Eric <gasps> Jane. And they call Brittany. it Girardi. But wouldn't you think it would be interesting to <laughs> no, see a Pablo Lorraine Britney oh, movie? Oh, 100%. One of our modern princesses. Modern That's royalty. Dove Cameron's Oscar. And everyone's Damn. asking, what's Dove Cameron's Oscar? Who's everyone's asking? Every, a lot of people are asking. Name on everyone's lips is Dove, Dove Cameron. Cameron. Dove Cameron. Wonderful. We love Dove. Another cultural Dove, Dove topic. Is, everyone watch like Dove Cameron interviews. Yeah. She, she's a real fucking girl. Okay. Mary <laughs> Fuck Kill. Mary Fuck Kill. Charlie XCX, good ones. Chloe Mercy. Have Mercy. Muna. And Phoebe Bridgers, Silk Chiffon. This is hard. This is really hard. And these are the three bops that have come out during production. There have been there have been really. I will good go releases. first. Okay. I'm gonna marry Silk Chiffon. I'm gonna oh, I'm gonna fuck Mercy, and I'm gonna kill Charlie XCX Good Ones because of the funeral imagery, and I think that's what Charlie would want because yeah, of okay. what she did in the that's, in the music good. video, that's and that's the way I'm gonna salvage the answer. Okay, okay, okay. Okay, so I actually have the same response, but I will say I have a, a slightly different reason for killing Charlie XCX, and it's because it's too damn short. Yeah. It's too damn short. Well, she's tr- she's the making, songs are too, too damn, damn short. short. She's making a chart play. It's too short. She wants the streaming numbers to go up, and she wants to show Respect up on yourself. Mm-hmm. I think we're all gonna fuck Have Mercy. Just well, like well, Chloe I, no, is fucking us in that music video. But we're, we're all marrying Silk Chiffon. Yes. I might... We love those girls. I might fuck good ones just because it gives <gasps> me like... So have mercy. We were, we, were ta- we were talking to our HMU queens. Yes. Heads. Um, Rashida, Rashida Bolden, Bolden and Amber Morrow. They both are like, we like it. It's a little... It's just really intense in the way that it is really sexualizing Chloe. Yeah. And and it is like it feels somewhat calculated in whatever way. I don't fully agree with that. I don't fully disagree with that. Mm-hmm. I just think I watch ha- the Half Mercy video and I go, "Wow, I feel bad about myself." Right. And I don't and I and I can't have sex with someone who I'm intimidated by. What I see I felt like the Have Mercy video, I was like, "I this is such a Beyoncé production." Uh, yes. That I almost feel like like and, and but but I wonder like she's such a machine. I'm like, I'm only excited to see what's oh, next. But I'm not surprised she can do this. I guess no, this didn't. This, this is a great thing for her to come out the gate with. Right. This wasn't like a thing of like, wow, this artist just gave it to me in a way I never knew they could. It's no, like we I kind of knew, knew this was this was coming, but I'm thrilled to see it. Yes, yes. But I'm gonna fuck good ones, and I'm sorry, kill, have mercy, because I'm scared. Right, you are frightened. I'm and you, frightened. You want to kill what you're afraid of. But I love that Dante Holly is in it. Yeah, An amazing dancer. But we're all marrying Silk Chiffon, and we love the ladies. We love the ladies. Um, now this is the last cultural topic. They're not all ladies, but we should say. Oh, but we love yes, we love Muna. Them. We love Muna. Doug, do your thing. We love them. We love them. 
Now, the last cultural topic I want to discuss is what do you think of all of a sudden every every young girl putting out a cover of Defying Gravity because they know they're auditioning for um, Alphaba and who is your Alphaba? Talk to me this about that tough. now. Bowen Yang, you're first. Who do you want to see as Alphaba and Glinda? I, 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 I'm I not the one to answer this. I really am not. But you feel I think, not qualified? I think whenever I go to Ariana Grande's Instagram and I see that she follows John M. Chu, director of the of the Wicked adaptation, I mm-hmm. think this must this has to happen. She has to be out. It almost feels like we'd all have blue balls if she wasn't in it. A little bit, right? Like mm-hmm. she like she would be the draw for everybody. Think about the generational like reach that like she would have mm-hmm. if she were to be cast. Mm-hmm. Either as Alpha or I think she'd be good as either, honestly. I think she'd be good as either. Oh, you, Joel just laughed. You chuckled. <laughs> I'm chuckling because I'm remembering last week when I made you sing The Wizard and I as a sim because that is <laughs> what um a friend and I believe Ariana sounds like when she sings The Wizard and I. Yeah. And Matt has doesn't know what Simlish is. And <gasps> if the readers I know I didn't stop you, but it is it is one of the funniest recordings. And I I I, I wish you, you could it? play it. I, I'll oh. play it for I'll play it for you tomorrow. Now Okay, that, that I don't know. I don't. I don't know how to answer this. I'm so sorry. I'm not. Well, I also think Ariana Grande should be in the film because I just think, why the hell not? Why the hell not? And I would also say that I, since the beginning, have been, by the way, Emmy winner Kiki Palmer. As oh of yesterday. my god! Yes. I think Kiki Palmer would be a good as Glinda. Should be an amazing. Glinda. I think she'd be a good as Glinda, and I think she also has an alphabet voice. I think we should be thinking of Kiki Palmer more for every part. For every part. But I'm just saying for this as well. I also think Madame Marable should be Catherine Zeta Jones. That's the only thing I'm positive Interesting. about. Interesting. Catherine Zeta would be amazing, like cuckoo, like Madame Marable. I'm thinking like a Christine Baranski. Interesting. But and maybe that's too similar to her in Chicago. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, hello, you know, like that. She is very of. like that. Um, but I speaking of Dove Cameron, Dove Cameron would be an amazing Glinda. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I'm not seeing, seeing enough, enough color. color in these choices. I would like Ashley to see Ashley Park. Ashley Park. Ashley Park. I would like to see um my BIPOC queen, Jesse J. <laughs> <laughs> Iconic BIPOC. When she put out that, Stop. when she put out that Defying Gravity cover, I said, "It's finally great to see an iconic BIPOC sing this song." Shut the fuck up. Am I not allowed? Shut. No, you are. It just sounds so. I love when I get to see BIPOCs Bi- win. Someone, someone, Wait. someone at a party here on the island when that the the day that video came out of Jesse J singing Defying Gravity came out. I mean, Joel and I had checked in with each other. We were both like. We both had our opinions about it. This person comes up to me, gorgeous guy. Couldn't tell if he was making a move on me, but he was like, um, but Jesse J, uh, a remix of <laughs> Domino by Jesse J came on and then he reached over to me and said, um, have we seen the video of Jesse J seeing Defying Gravity? And I go, I have indeed. And he goes, what do we think? And right as I was about to open my mouth to be like, I don't know, he said, I thought she was incredible. <laughs> and I was like, and that was a Jesse J fan and right that there. Was a Jesse J fan in right there. his bag. In his bag. And I was like, oh, okay. Let's just let's just let this go. This this man. I think it can, it has to be said that the video was incredible in a lot of ways. Oh, it's an incredible video. She, the camera it. angles alone. She sang it effortlessly. Oh my god. But here's the thing with Defying Gravity. It's an, you need to act it. I don't think it should sound effortless. It should sound like the biggest effort in 
her life thus far. Yes. I feel a turd. Yes, I feel she should be metamorphosizing. It should feel like Adina Menzel about to die. Oh my Which and, is how it originally was. Right, right. Adina Menzel killed herself out there. This is why the Brandy Siobhan Massey moment is so iconic. It's because she literally is like losing her mind a little bit. Yeah. You know? Like she's like, I'm this new, I'm changed. Yes. I'm a changed and person. And that's why it's nominated for Best Live Performance by a Woman at the Las Cotrices Culture Awards. Thank you, Brandy. We love you. I wanted to touch on that. Joel Kim, would you, you sort of become an honorary guest on the episode. Would you like to stay for I Don't Think So, honey? Do you have anything to get off your chest? Or do you want to wait while we do it and then maybe decide at the end? Yeah. Okay, okay well, I, I have I one. honor that. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Do you need to be part of the next pop culture moment? Are you scared of missing out on once-in-a-lifetime experiences? From can't-miss music festivals to international fashion shows to your favorite celeb's favorite restaurant, staying in the know can be so expensive. Don't let your finances hold you back from living your best life. Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped a hundred million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com to start living yours. It's I-N-T-U-I-T.com. Let's get into it. You know, Bowen, I sleep well. And I, I know attribute, you do. I attribute that in many ways to the mattress that I sleep on. We both sleep on the Helix Midnight Mattress. It's given us sweet dreams aplenty. And the Helix lineup offers over 20 unique mattresses, including the reward-winning Lux and Ultra Premium Elite collections, the mm. Helix Plus, a mattress designed for big and tall sleepers, and the Helix Kids Mattress, designed for growing bodies and endorsed by child sleep experts everywhere. Say it again. Take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your 
your perfect mattress in under two minutes. Your personalized mattress is shipped right to your door free of charge. Everybody is unique and everyone sleeps differently. That's why Helix has several different mattress models to choose from, each designed for specific sleep positions and feel preferences. Unique girl, the way you sleep is perfect. Plus, Helix mattresses all come with a 10 or 15 year warranty depending on the model. Helix is offering up to 30% off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners. Go to helixsleep.com slash losculturistas. That's helixsleep.com slash losculturistas. This is their best offer yet, and it won't last long. With Helix, better sleep starts now. The basically what you need to know, everyone at home, is two things. One, I don't think so, honey, is a one-minute segment that we do on every episode of Lost Culturistas, which is sort of a minute-long period for us to just sort of... Bowen, what would you say? If you could make a noise that exemplifies, I don't think so, honey, what is it? That's it. Yeah. And so that's like that. And also you need to know another thing, which is that I decided on my topic for I don't think so, honey. And then Joel Kim seconds later dragged a very similar topic. He was like, I don't think so. What are you going to do? I don't think so, honey. Bees. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do this. Something else. This is Matt Rogers. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Insects that bite. Yes, it yes. includes bees, but this also encompasses the the very, very rude and not off-sighted biting insect, which horse is the fly. horse fly, which was oh. dragging the girls to hell today. It was hard. We were shooting a scene that takes place at T, spoiler, and we were down by the harbor, and let me tell you, the horse flies were out to night, and they were out to bite, bite. namely the cast of Fire Island. Now, at the ankles. At the ankles, the knees, the shins, sometimes the, the neck. neck. Really tough stuff. Also, turning to the bees, we don't need them. I don't think so, honey, bees, that we need you. Because a lot of people are out here saying, well, you know, we need bees. It's like, you dig a little bit. You go on the internet for two seconds. Why do you need bees? You need them for corn. Guess what? I don't like. I don't like corn. I don't need corn. I don't need anything that goes in looking the one way and comes out the same. Unless it's a dick. Uh, The dick should go in looking one way, come out looking the exact same. No poop. I and don't think so. One honey. minute. So we have something factually wrong, which is that if bees were to die off, we would just need to e- be eating more corn because other yes. flowering vegetables would not I, be pollinated. So I've been thing wrong. No, no, no. You got the corn thing right. Oh, I'm sorry. Then I got the corn thing. You wrong. got the corn okay, thing I'm wrong. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My sources tell me that roughly forty percent of the crops that we eat would die out, and it would be bad if the bees. Die, but it would not be catastrophic. It would not be forty percent sounds world. catastrophic. No, that's, that's we still got corn, baby. We still got and corn. And I said I could, I could live off of corn. And you two queens said no. I actually don't like corn, I which just is don't shocking. Like corn that much. In I fact, there was a scene it. the other day where I was given a prop bag, and my character had bought a lot of corn, and I handed it back. I said oh, my character wouldn't do this. And what you were really saying was, but then Matt they gave Rogers the prop back. <laughs> they gave the prop back back, and they said, "You better take this." Wow! And they said, "You better take this." You better take this. You better take this prop back. Well, that was a brave one. All I'm saying is, Biting you know, insects. they've been really a nuisance lately. Well, I was, I was potentially going to do, and I don't think so, honey. Butterflies. It's just good PR because they're at the end of the day just as disgusting as of insects as others. Okay. And why and do we give them a free pass? Because they're because they're they outward, they have about outward aesthetic, which is beautiful. But according to who? Like according to what aesthetic? According to what? And you know like, what? You're so right. I almost bugs. wish you would have done this. No, it's fine. I'm just saying. But you're being specific, and you're saying bugs that bite. Bugs like, that at bite. At least butterflies don't bite. Bugs that bite. I mean, like it's just. I, I, and here's the thing. It's like they say, like, oh, don't bother the bee. Don't wave at the bee. Then it won't bite you. 
I I wasn't doing anything. Anything. No. I wasn't doing anything. I was minding my own business. I was actually doing my job. Yeah. Today. Thank you very much. Say that. Bowen, do you have an I don't think so, honey? I do. I do. Well, lucky us because we have we have time tonight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And this is Bowen Yang's I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. High fives. (gasps) Open palm hand contact is very aggressively heterosexual to me. The only queer way to have hand contact with someone is to interlock your fingers. Am Mm. I right or am I fucking right? No more high fives. Queer people, if you see each other, if you want to congratulate each other, triumph in something, share a moment together. Do something else. Look, make eye contact. Hold each other's faces in your hands mm-hmm. and say, "Wow, good job! I'm mm-hmm. proud of you." Mm-hmm. Not high five. None of that. Thirty what seconds. Are we, in fucking fourth grade. Remember the day that you discovered what a high five was, and you thought you were the coolest fucking person in the world. Mm-hmm. Those days are long gone. Mm-hmm. You're an old person oh. now. You're at least forty five years old if you oh. listen to this podcast. <laughs> That's the median age of this podcast. I'm told. Just seconds. kidding. I just made that up. But high fives. Stop it. If you high-five someone again, please live in some shame that you have adopted straight culture into your life. Five seconds. Even if you are straight, please start to queer your hand contact going forward. And that's one minute. Two things. The mean age of listeners of this podcast is 26. Do you, Is this real? I guess. <laughs> and the second thing is, this is a direct drag on me, someone that high-fived Bowen today as a bit. And I and I and that's what inspired me. I don't think so, honey. And I, but it was a bit, and I knew it was a bit because you don't, you, we don't high five. We earnestly. do not. And that's that's this is the thing is that queer people are queering, have queered that already. Yeah. And the people who remain high fivers, I go, what 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 pain are you holding on to? Yeah, you're so right. Thank you. I, I and also in the year of our Lord 2021, where it's COVID. Oh no 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 no. Not high five. Keep it to the elbows. I also, I will say, I don't like the elbow thing either because I feel like it's like a comment on the fact that we can't high five. It's a reminder. It it does bring me back. It brings mentally. You know what I mean? Like if we're going to bump elbows, I'm like, oh God, I didn't need this. And now I just remember that we can't shake hands. Exactly. But like you can. But you can. You can. Get vaccinated on like Nikki. I'm like Nikki. Okay. Then you can go to a restaurant. Would you like to do one? you, You would do a great one, I think. If you if you have a something on your mind, you know it's sort of it would be like sort of grasping. It would be grasping. We've we've been grasping. I know. I listen to your podcast <laughs> every week. I listen to your podcast every week. This oh is God. Joel Kim Boosters. Um, I don't think. Would you like to start? Would you, do, you want, do you want another? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. This is Joel Kim Boosters. I don't think so, honey. His time starts now. I don't think so, honey. Photo dumps. Okay, <laughs> do not put me in a photo dump. Okay, oh. I am a prize to be won. I am not going to appear in a photo dump next to a landscape shot that you thought was artistic, but were too ashamed to put on your grid, wow. sir. I do not be side by side with a meme. A meme. A meme. No, not me and a meme. No. no, 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 I will not. I will be on the grid. I will be front and center because I have put in the work. 30 honey, seconds. I don't think so. Honey, photo dumps. You sound gross. You sound uh, foul, uh, fecal. Fecal, fecal in nature. Fecal, fecal in nature. You sound like something that goes in the toilet, and that's what you are, photo dumps. You are something that goes in the toilet. Because oh I have never God. scrolled seconds. through a photo <gasps> dump and enjoyed myself. I have never gone on that journey and mind. gotten to the end and said that was worth my time. Stop putting photo dumps on Instagram. Five seconds. Respect yourself, respect me, and respect everyone's time. That's one minute. This is a true master of the form. For me, it's the word dump. It is that, the word dump. It, it, yeah. it's, it, that's what I 
object to and i believe you know it's been said also, before it's not the concept so even if someone were to post a photo to, no but you're saying like all of it is is, is an issue. uncouth i i think the content is bad too yeah because you know if, it's if you're intentionally posting 10, it's, it's just it's supposed to be it's like intentionally ironic it's, it's too much of a wink sometimes i don't think at any given time there's 10 photos that haven't been posted to grid by themselves that are worthy of grid and if it's the sixth thing in a photo dump it's still grid and that's humiliating yeah. and i i would hate to be seventh in grid and this is i'm, I'm saying this as someone who's done this before but I just called him a bunch of photos. I don't. I would never call him a photo. Dog. You're a bunch of photos. Here's a slideshow. I think I'm showing my age a little bit. No, I think I am. I think I think my adherence to the grid and and sort of the the specialness of the grid is my 33. We show our age all the time on this podcast. Because can I say something? We are in our 30s. We're in our 30s. I love it. Like people were saying the other day. Did you watch the VMAs? This is a culture podcast. One of the, the this music's second biggest night happened the other night. No, I didn't watch it. We didn't watch. We're so sorry. No, I, I didn't. I, I don't okay. know who they are. I don't I, know who I, the girls I are. I know some it. of them. We know some of them, don't we? There are a lot of people who are putting X's where vowels should be in their names. Let's say that. Let's, and let's just say and that. And now we said it. And now we said it. And Damn. I don't like it. Okay. 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 All right. And, you're, and their names, just in their names. Yep. Yes. Let's say this. This has been a real culture catch-up. I it really went in directions I didn't expect, and that's that's what makes for the best culture catch-up. That's one of the most beautiful podcast episodes. Although we had our friend join us, our friend who really let's just we were Matt and I were very earnest with each other up top about about our experiences on this movie and just complimenting each other. We have to. I think it is very. It is very. It would be um, untoward. It would be untoward say. if we did not say. That Joel Kim Booster, number one every on the step call of the sheet. way, number one on the call sheet, wrote this movie, EPing this movie, making decisions, creative decisions, rewriting scenes with this, uh, uh, you know, as as we're shooting, and then starring in the film, and then every all, scene. I t- I tell I told him that I've talked to you about this so much throughout this process. I go, he's really done something incredible, Joel Kim. Joel Kim Booster, he's written this movie that I don't think anyone I know could have done. We're very excited. We're very excited. We're so proud and of grateful, him. and we're so thankful that he brought us on to this. And, and we you know, love him so you much. know what happened earlier today, which I think would actually be a good cap on the pod. Yes, is we sort of broke out into a gorgeous harmony mm. on a, a song it, we'll sing right now. But before we say, I want to say I saw, I watched Impeachment, and I thought it was pretty good. Okay. And then it, now it's a complete culture catch up. Okay, everyone, and a one and a two. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to everything that I knew. You're the one I love. The one thing that I tried to hold on to. The one. Goodbye to you. Goodbye to everything that I knew. Well, you're the one I love. The one thing that I tried to hold on to. The one thing that I tried to hold on to. And for more of that song, listen to the spirit room. Shaw Branch now celebrating its 20th anniversary. Wow, we need her on the pod. We need her on the pod. Bye. Bye. <laughs>
There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. You know that I feel like it's really important to express yourself. I know that about you. You got to put your true self out there, okay? And those classic Crocs, clogs, and sandals let you do just that. Between the rainbow of colors and the gibbets charms, you can create a unique look. And I mean, literally, no one else will have shoes exactly like yours. Hey, you know, it doesn't get more comfortable than Crocs, clogs, and sandals. They're just the perfect blend of comfort and creativity. Visit crocs.com to explore the latest styles and gibbets charms. When the music of Celine Dion makes sweet Canadian love with the Oscar-winning film Titanic, you get Titanic, a campy, unhinged, chaotic night out. Find out what really happened to Jack and Rose on that fateful night from Celine Dion's totally real and historically accurate perspective. Some say Titanic is the best gay nightclub in the city, and those people are me. And me. So set sail with this cookie crazy off-Broadway hit and get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Get tickets today at titanicmusical.com. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. 